welcome to 40 Cray, the podcast by two almost 40-something guys whose adult lives and responsibilities have not eclipsed their zeal, their passion, their love for dumb, nerdy stuff from video games to Warhammer to, I don't know, My Little Pony. What else, Tom? What am I missing? You name it. Shits. You name it. If it's your fandom, we're your tandem. <laughs> Which, by the way, is I don't think actually a proper use of the word tandem. I think it's like an adjective as opposed to a noun. I, I do have a two-seater bicycle, I was hoping. Do you know, I actually got on a tandem bicycle in China once, and uh, it, the guy on the front was a football player from some dumb school, and I was, you know, I'm a large dude. It broke in half, I shit you not. It broke huh. in half. <laughs> Two Americans on a tandem Chinese bicycle. It's just like, it broke in the middle while we were turning a corner, <laughs> and uh, a crowd was just pointing and laughing at us. I can picture that. Feels like high school all over again. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> today we're doing a quick part two last episode we we talked about the fluff and the crunch and rules that we introduced for about half of the factions and kill team to make the game a little more balanced and to incentivize people to play their factions the way they're supposed to be played you know orcs should be fighting not capturing points necrons should be cranky robots telling people to get off their lawn not not trying to capture points you know you shouldn't be taking orders from a chaos cultist Whatever. Today's the other half, right, Tom? Yes. And you. And we. Oh, I didn't. I didn't introduce you either. Oh yeah. As I'm, always. I, as always, I'm here with Tommy Bones. <laughs> Hello. And I'm I'm Ben LS Demon. Better late than never. Better late than never. Let's get into this. Let's just. We're just gonna. You know, we're gonna do a shorter show format. We gotten some feedback that people like listening, but sometimes they want to get in and out, in and out, in and out. Hmm. Yes. You know what? I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> so let's get in and out. First, Gene Stealer Cults. Rise against the oppressors. Gain a point if one of your model takes an enemy leader, specialist, or model with two or more wounds out of action. Yes. What were you thinking on this one? Gene Stealer Cults, for, I know a lot of tier lists have them kind of low. Uh, <laughs> in the games that we've been playing, man, if they get in close combat, they will just wreck your shit. So... I wanted something that was a little bit difficult. Uh, the fluff is, you know, they're like this oppressed, I guess, mining colony of people that think the star gods are going to come save them. So they're trying to beat the oppressors. And for them, that's if they can take like a, a leadership figure from the other team out of battle. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> I'm like, eh. look, they, they do close combat. So you're, you're incentivizing close combat. It's a little easier for them to take... Uh, you know your your lower tier models out. You know it's fun. You got a big ass drill it's, and a saw. Yeah, you get a big ass drill and a saw, and this feels like one you can get more than fifty percent of the time, at least a couple points from. So that's it. Get some Primaris out of the way, and you get some bonus points. All right, you ready for the next one? This is more complicated. I think you're gonna have some feelings. About <laughs> this is a full paragraph. Yes, it's there's there's like 500 word essay on this one. <laughs> Chaos Demon, a great dark game. Every round, if your models are wholly composed of demons representing one and only one Chaos God. So, for example, you've got only blood letters, only uh, plague bearers, only demonettes, or, or only horrors. Gain one, one point. Alternatively, if your army consists of demons representing multiple gods, gain a point 
if at least one unit representing each god gets gets a kill, takes an enemy out of action. So, for example, let's say you've got an army consisting of a couple demonettes and a couple plague uh, plague bearers. You have to have a plague bearer and a demonette both take an enemy model out of action that turn. At least for one. one. Point. For one point. Right. What do you think about this one? I have a lot of thoughts. I'll explain the reasoning, but first I want to get your unvarnished reaction. I like this one uh, because it's a lot easier to go mono god uh, and not. But if you do soup, you know you still have got ways to get points. This, this is me rebelling against the soup because yeah. there's no fucking way. There's no <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, if you're gonna have corn uh, and Slanesh working together. Uh, you've got to make that difficult to achieve. It's it's like fluff wise, it's just fucking stupid. Like demons are extensions of their gods. Corn and Slash hate each other. Why would they be teaming up in a <laughs> in a very small like skirmish <laughs> to capture some kind of intelligence or or capture objectives? Yeah. So just by being mono god, you get three points every time you know. by being mono god you get your three because it's also you're also hose because you really need multiple gods to be effective unless you're horus then you just camp objectives and never die that's true uh, but you'll probably never i mean they, the killy ability i guess they have cybolt mm-hmm. um so horrors probably be okay the on the flip side i figure like if you've got like some some nurgle and some zinch or you've got some corn and some slanesh you get a point if they're able to balance each other out. That's why each one of them has to take a mile out of action. Yeah. Has anyone ever played Chaos Demons? I don't think I know anyone <laughs> who's played them. Uh, Hilda played Demonettes. Gilded. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very briefly in that campaign, I think. I don't know how they did, because we were all both Chaos, so we didn't play her very much. I, I think if you gave some demonettes to Emperor's children, you gave some plague bringers or plague bear God, I keep calling them plague bringers, plague bearers mm-hmm. to Death Guard, I think that would be great. I or or the Horus to Thousand Sons. Mm-hmm. It they just don't make sense as a soup army. It just does it it hurts well, me. I do kinda like that they each have to kill somebody. Uh like they're trying to one up each other and prove that their god is better. So like, oh you killed somebody, I'm gonna kill somebody. Yeah. This is it's a harder one to get. It's a freebie if you play the game the way you should. <laughs> it's a little harder if you're if you're trying to win, but whatever. It's still doable. Yeah. All right. Next up, Death Watch, the hand of the Inquisition. Gain one point every time one of your models takes an enemy model that is holding an objective out of action, and or gain one point every time you successfully capture a point previously held by your opponent. Yes. Death Watch, kind of low on the tier list. They kind of suck. They don't have a lot of bodies. Uh, frag cannons are super good, but there's other small elite teams that can just do more. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a gimme. You can you can usually do something like this, and it also reflects like, hey, Death Watch are there to accomplish a mission. Mm-hmm. They're you know precision tools of the Inquisition. So we're trying to capture those points. Right. Very tactical. Yeah. Fluffy. I like it. Fluffy. Feels good. Get your frag cannons, go charge a point, kill 18 people, and then get an extra point. Perfect. All right. The next one I actually am very proud of. Mm-hmm. Grey Knights. No secret is safe. At the end of a battle round, gain one point if every enemy model that holds an objective is within, uh, is within 12 inches of and visible to one of your models. 
So uh, you're that a model on your team must be within 12 inches and able to see an enemy model blocking or uh, holding an objective. If every objective being held is visible to your models in this way, gain a point. I like this one, uh, especially because it's at the end of the battle round. Right. So it's like you're setting up the side bolts. You know, if, if you if you don't manage to get everyone out of combat, then they're in trouble the next round. It, yeah, it's you're exactly right. It's like it's the side bolt range. The other thing is, like, uh, Grey Knights are, are totally good, but, like, they're roughly 20 points each, right? Like, you can only yeah. have 5 and 100 points, and I think, like, 6 and 125. Mm-hmm. So, so you're never going to hold more objectives. So this is you don't have to hold them. You know, presumably they, their psychic abilities will help them see what you're seeing, so they can get intel from it. So you you just got to position yourself so you can see the objectives, and that and that negates a little bit. Exactly. I like it. Actually, and it's doable. Uh, you'd have to position yourself and be kind of kind of uh, principled about it, but it's totally mm-hmm. doable, and I think it helps elevate Grey Knights a little bit because right now they're mostly in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, poor Grey Knights. My uh, my brother, uh, who is on our Orcasode, plays Grey Knights. He has never won a game or even come <laughs> close to winning a game. <laughs> he doesn't have enough flamers. It, I think it's that, and he's just got five guys, and when one dies, he's immediately like tactical retreat. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard to be a Grey Knights. Porto Malleus ain't easy. All right, moving down the list. We're moving quick here. So uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, this is a strong faction. They're not quite at the top like they were for a little bit. So we want something that's doable, but but still uh, a little challenging. <laughs> Lost Secrets of the Machines. If one of your models is within one inch of an objective for an entire battle round and either shoots in the shooting phase nor attacks in the fighting phase, gain one point. I like that one. You're uh, taking one of your plasma calibers out of action. <laughs> In order to get an additional point, or or you could get a ranger or a vanguard or like your cowardly leader. But who doesn't take as many plasma as they can? Yeah. It, the other piece of it is it's a little easier than the Drukari ones. So Drukari was like you have to be if you ke- uh, take a model out of action, you have to be next to that model, mm-hmm. uh, last position. So this you can camp a point and still gain the extra point. So it's a little bit easier than Drukari, which is we made hot tough on purpose. But uh, still, still, you know, they're they're looking at that those toasters with with thirsty eyes, <laughs> ready to interface. Do you do you think it would be fun to be a, a, an admech tech priest? More machine than man. Like of all the things to do in the the grim dark, you know, like there's certainly some downsides, but it seems pretty chill on the most on most end. <laughs> Just hang out on Mars. You know, make look things. At, Look at tech. There's a lot of incense involved, a lot of prayers. Right. Machine spirit. Cool. What do you think? Doable? <laughs> yeah. All right. We are we are cooking with gas. Next one. Servants of the Abyss. Mm-hmm. Onward for the master. The Aim Black point, Parade. If one of your models... It's the Black Parade. Is it? <laughs> when I was a young boy. I don't even like that song. I'm probably going to catch some heat because I'm sure people listening to this are probably fans. Like the three people listening to this episode. You're already assuming that they like My Chemical Romance. I mean, I don't. Just, I just don't like that song. I don't know. It's, it got overdone for me. <laughs> so, so this Black Parade, you get a point if one of your models captures an objective at the end of a battle round. After surviving, being shot. In the shooting phase, I, that was a little off, but uh, it's the same thing as the Black Legion guys. You, if you're if you're yeah. on a point and you survive being shot, 
or you survive a round of combat after you were charged that round, you get a point. It's, it's basically just like you're stalwart, you're holding the point regardless. This, weren't they... They used to be Black Legion, and then they got trapped in the Black Stone Fortress. Yeah. They were Black Legion of the Black Stone Fortress. It was Black Parade. <laughs> Dark, grim, black. Yeah. They've only got black balloons in there, so all their birth- <laughs> they're going to paint it black by Rolling Stones. That's the only song they listen to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they used to be Black Legion. Honestly, servants of the abyss are they any good? Like, like they've got some Astartes, but they they only get bolters, so they're garbage. But they've yeah. got like the Beastman, and they've got the Negavolt cultists and Psychers and stuff. Yeah, the Negavolt cultists I think were pretty good, and then they said you could only have four, uh, so that that gimped people. Uh, and I think the the Legionnaires have some kind of aura. I don't remember what it does. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, you get a, like a bonus to nerve tests if you're within a certain range of them. Right, right. Uh, Beastmen are pretty good, I think. They're like, I think they're slightly better than Zangors. Like they don't have the five up involved, but they've got. I think they can reroll charges or something. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad, from right. what I understand. So easy, easy way to gain points. It makes you a little bit more competitive. I don't think anyone's played Servants of the Abyss in any major tournaments, and if they have, they certainly haven't done very well. It's a full kill team in a box. True. <laughs> one of the cheaper options. Kind of like the next. Wow. <laughs> this one I think is my favorite. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? The Elucidian Starstriders. <laughs> yeah, well that's the. So so let's let's talk real quick, right? You got all your your kill teams in a box. You got Servants of the Abyss. You got mm-hmm. Harlequins. Uh, Grey Knights. That's a that's a thing. A, a Custodes Squad. Yeah. Elucidian Starstriders. I actually got. The Kill Team Rogue Trader box as a present, and I returned it and got command uh, the Kill Team command, which was equally bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> this is my favorite rule, I think. So Elucidian Star Striders. By the way, these guys are such garbage. <laughs> like, have you read the rules? Like they're just so fucking uh, dumb. It's a bunch of named characters. So you got like uh, Imperial Guard guys. You have a, I think you can take one heavy guy, who just has like a, a heavy four bolter basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, your leader has a, a two damage shotgun. Oh, ooh. <laughs> got a dog. Well, I think he's got two attacks, but he's just he's just he's got no armor. He's a three three strength three toughness three. <laughs> I would just feel bad about having that. His name is Maximilian, and he doesn't do shit. He just bites people. That's mean. <laughs> he's the first to die. Uh, yeah, don't put him in your kill team. He's, he's adorable. He's gonna get he's gonna get ganked. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, lucky rogues. Lucky rogues. That's the name. You get three points. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you just playing the Lucidian Star Striders. Lucky you, you get three points. Yeah, have fun farting around with these losers. <laughs> At least you'll end the game with three points. Yeah, it's like a heavy. I was handicap. thinking it's it's a Well, but this made me feel bad for the crew because in the last one of these, we said the crew like their power was it was kind of like bounty hunters. You didn't have to kill the bottle. You just had to. You just had to hit them, Hurt, basically. Yeah. Even if they made, a, yeah. Even if they made an armor save, it's like pretend some blood falls off. Go drink the blood. But at least you have numbers with Crute. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. and the Crute talks is actually pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah. You can only have one. 
Yeah. I think you can field all 20 Crute and still have extra points. <laughs> they really suck. <sighs> Which is, it's too bad because I kind of like Crute models. Like, I like Crute. The, the lore is kind of cool. I would yeah, play they're... a Crute team and make them better. Yeah, they look cool. What can you do? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to amend the Crute rule. That's the only one where you can get five points instead of three as the cap. Mm-hmm. So Crute, if you make five attacks, that <laughs> you can get five points. You just have to go stand near wherever the attack took place. They uh, un- they fall into the unfortunate category of being Xenos, and so they don't get any love <laughs> from GW. Yeah. No love, no love. Although, dude, there's some good Age of Sigmar stuff coming out right now, but I guess that's off topic. I'm surprised that like, you as a Slanesh <laughs> got psyched about, you know, making a demon prince out of uh, Sigvald. Yeah, I actually just saw somebody posted the the back view. He's wearing S-less chaps. I love it. No, he's not. He is? It, well, like his armor, like he's not wearing anything under his armor. <laughs> So from behind, you just see like his legs and and butt cheek. Yeah. All right. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Lore wise, he needed uh, access to his junk on the battlefield. That is a good lore reason. All right. Here's the 360 view. Oh, oh, you're right. Oh, his little cape. <laughs> Why isn't he protecting his butt? <laughs> I just saw that. That is a bizarre model choice. But yeah, I think you can bash him and Marathi and come up with a pretty good Demon Prince Fulgrim. I was thinking that, like, if you just cut off his lower half and throw him on Marathi. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wearing assless chaps, at least. <laughs> at least her new model has a has a top. The older one was uh, was going out fresco a little bit. <laughs> I think before. GW releases an actual Demon Primark Fulgrim. They need to work on their uh, face sculpting <laughs> features. He's not beautiful enough. Yeah, I don't think they're capable of making uh, models. So, so if a Fulgrim Demon Prince model came out, how quickly would you purchase it? I'd be on the pre-order list. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he has it. That'd be pretty tight. I mean, they had a, an epic version of him, right? Mm. Remember, ep- epic forty thousand was like the little, the the tiny scale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, City and Star Striders. You get three points. Just, just don't let the dog die. Please, just keep the dog alive. <laughs> Which brings us to their counterparts, Gellerpox. So Gellerpox infected. Tom, have you ever uh, played against them or heard, like watched people play as them? Uh, no. Uh, Phil, who's also our Drakari player, got them because it's co- quarantine and he was super bored. Um, mm-hmm. They're not terrible. They've got enough uh, pretty cheap models. Their mutants aren't terrible. Um, their big models are kind of fun. Um, they do good. They're, they're not bad in Arena, too, because it's you know you get limited shot range. I think all the bugs are like, what, Strength 2, Toughness 2 or something? Like yeah, they just, but some... They just die. They they do just die, but some of them you have to like you can't flesh wound them. You have to outright kill them, mm-hmm. which actually kind of helps them out a little bit. Yeah. But they can still hold objectives. Anyway, they're fine. They're not great. 
the kill team in a box. tactic or the uh, side objective to kill team in a box. <laughs> anyway, Gellerpox infected, spread the blessings. Gain a point if a Nasher Screamer, Nightmare Hulk, or Gellerpox Mutant takes one or more enemy combatants out of action in a battle phase. Gain no more than one paint in, uh, point in this way per battle round. So basically, your non-bugs, if they kill something, or if all of them together kill at least one model, you get one point per battle round. Yeah. And your Nasher Screamers, Nightmare Hulks, those are going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So yeah, that, that seems like easy points. Although they, they move like uh, Winnebago's with flat tires. Less than Death Guard? Yeah, I think they only go four inches. Yeah. I mean, they still charge 12, but... Right. Advance. <laughs> so, so they're, uh, you know, they're not bad. Kind mm-hmm. of fun. They kill stuff. And I mean, there's not really, there's no other way to play Gellerpox other than just like rushing them in and trying to chop stuff. Oh, the thing that really screws mm-hmm. them is they don't really have long-range combat. So mm-hmm. if you're in a battle round and you retreat from battle, like they're, they're hosed. They can't do anything for a round. Yeah. All right. All right. Gellerpox. Astra Militarum. We will not break Katie at the end of a dead. battle round. Katie is dead. Katie broke before we did. <laughs> By the way, I was really happy that that meme took off in the whole uh, GameStop business uh, on Reddit. <laughs> it's just it was like we will we will you know, the market will break before we do. That was pretty funny. Um, at the end of a battle, diamond hands. <laughs> yeah, the, the Astromilitarum have diamond hands to the moon. <laughs> As, as the planet breaks around them. <laughs> Diamond Hands, Commissar. Topical. Uh, yeah, look at us. We're, we're dating this episode now, but whatever. <laughs> it's it's actually, by the way, it's Valentine's Day as we as we record this. Look at us. <laughs> like, we have our, our my part, our partners. What, what's Amanda doing right now? Uh, probably watching Criminal Minds <laughs> with the dog. <laughs> you mean her other boyfriend? <laughs> Slash husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gabrielle, uh, Gabrielle for Valentine's Day, the uh, D&D cookbook, because she really wanted it. Because mm. uh, in our D&D campaign, she plays a character who like loves cooking, so I got her the D&D cookbook. So she's uh, <laughs> reading it. It's actually really cool. It's got like fluff about each recipe and about the inns where you could buy it and stuff. Super fun. <laughs> nice. And now I'm realizing... That it's kind of douche move to buy your significant other a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this would be um, great if you made this. To be clear, listeners, she asked for it. She really wanted it. It was a surprise, right? <laughs> I got a thumbs up. Okay, good. All right. Astro Militarum. At the end of a battle round, gain a point if at least one of your models passed a nerve test this turn. I kind of want to add something to that. Which is, uh, if you have a shaken model or a model that had previously previously uh, taken two or more flesh wounds, that takes another model out of action. I would love it if you had like a two wound Imperial Guardsman who kills somebody. Yeah, that's really fluffy. I like it. The the only problem is it kind of creates an incentive to just do the Valhalla uh, faction bonus because you take leadership tests on a D three. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Diamond if hands. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to change your... Uh, your Not Legion tray, what is it? Uh, Fat, uh, faction, but I don't know what they what it's called. For Militarm. For. Yeah. 
Uh, if you're going to adjust taking a one of those for bonus three points, you know, I'm sure there are better ones. Then fuck you. In. <laughs> you deserve it. All right. I'm going to I'm going to skip uh, the next one because it's it's a longer one. I'm just going to go to uh, Tau. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're our, our penultimate here. This one's called Intelligence for the Ethereals. At the end of a battle round, if you control two or more objectives with models that are not drones, gain a point. This is because the whole drone thing is bullshit. Drones should not be able to cap objectives. <laughs> they're, they're not even. They also shouldn't get faction bonuses. It's fucking stupid. They shouldn't look out, sir. Oh, what is that? You mean when they? That's okay. I don't mind if they jump in front of bullets for their people. Savior protocol. Um. By the way, I think I was reading somebody in the the most recent uh, big tournament, which I can't remember. Oh, God, what's it called? It was like the virtual one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the guys from Command Point got, uh, they were 8-0 and o with Tau. Hmm. Um, so, fuck Tau. Dude, Tau, I don't think any of us have beaten Tau in, in our local gaming group. I was thinking of something interesting for Tau. Uh, let me know if this is stupid. Um, <laughs> But I was thinking of something kind of like uh, the Necrons Mindshackle Scarabs. You gain control of an enemy model. Um, kind of like you manage to convince them to join the greater good. <laughs> yeah. You get to fire with, with their model. For, for one turn, and then the next turn they're like, ah, oh, this, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> Or even permanently on a five or six up. What? Okay, tangent. What is with all the memes about Tau women being really hot? <laughs> Why is that a thing? Rule 34, I guess. Wait, what's rule 34? If it exists, there is porn <laughs> of it. <laughs> I, I I mean we did see the gene stealer spelled J E A N <laughs> and uh, uh rodent guillotine's big titty girlfriend uh, Eldar girlfriend <laughs> rowboat girly man <laughs> but I I could totally see um Eldar like women being like because they're elves like elves are you know kind of you know mm-hmm. tracked. Right, we we've talked about this before. There's there's a certain uh, sex appeal to an elf. You know, they're wise, they're they're uh, intelligent, they're they're confident, immortal. Um, immortal. Well, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> but uh, but Tao, they don't even have noses. <laughs> also, I don't think they're mammals, so they've all these like. I know this is a stupid thing I'm arguing <laughs> right now. I just like. <laughs> Like all these like fetishizing of of Tao people. Um, Their anatomy doesn't make sense. It does. Oh, whatever. You know what? It, aren't they supposed to be like fish-like? Yeah, but they have hooves, I think. All right, I'm gonna regret looking this up. Tao anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was my bad. They do have hooves. I do. Of course, the, on the the number one thing, number one thing. <laughs> Was a, was a sexified female Tau Fire Warrior. Jeez. 
I mean, whatever. She's hot. Okay. Um, yeah. So Tau at the end of the battle round, if you if you're not using drones to to capture objectives, then get get your points. Not that hard, but you're gonna have to switch your your strategy around. All right. Well, you're ready for the last one. This is gonna be an important one for you, Tom. I think this is a cool one. Yeah. Harlequins. A grand jest. Gain a point if in a battle round you use a Harlequin's tactic that affects one of your models, and that model, whether in the same or a subsequent phase of the same battle round, takes an enemy model out of action or captures an objective. You can get one point per battle round in this way. So, for example, if you have multiple tactics with multiple... Oh, no, one point per model per battle round. So if you've got... Uh, what's what's that tactic where you swap one guy for another guy? Swap a guy for another guy. You know the one where it's like you can you can uh, if they're within eight inches of each other you can they can exchange places. Oh yeah yeah. Um, trickery and deception. So if you got that one, if you've got fire and fade, if you do that on a separate model, if you do uh, uh, the one where you get the four up involved mm-hmm. or the uh, was it a three up involved for yeah. charging. Yeah, there's, that's the thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, um, a model that advanced uh, gets a three-up invuln. So, so if let's say you do that, and then that model shoots with its gun somehow, even though it's a pistol or something, and it kills a model. <laughs> that's a point. If you've got another model that does fire and fade and kills something, that's mm-hmm. a point. I like that because the Harlequins have a lot of cool tactics. And not that they're relying on them, but they definitely make the faction better uh, to use them uh, smartly. And you kind of have to use them to win. Mm-hmm. Although I actually got whomped recently against Harlequin, so you would have been happy. <laughs> I played an all-berserker all world eater army, and I failed all of my charges, and they charged me, and they killed all my guys. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think there was a game we played, and I had a Hail Mary. I combined Warrior Acrobats that just makes your advance roll a 6. You don't have to roll for it. Uh, and then combine that with the model that advances, gets a 3-up. And just <laughs> tried to hold an objective <laughs> as long as I like, possibly could. I mean, if you use them well, and it's, it's kind of like the Protoss in StarCraft. You have to micromanage them. Because mm-hmm. even though they have a pretty good inform. It seems like my roles were just against me. It is it is really weird that whenever I'm playing against Rax uh, from Dr- the Drukari faction that are using the bonus uh, faction attributes, they get a four-up invuln. They always seem to make it, and the Harlequins always seem to miss it. So so that's it for today. Uh, we will probably not do homebrew rules for a little while because this took a lot of mental energy from both of us, <laughs> uh, for sure. Probably for the next episode, we will be doing another deep dive on a particular faction and how to play them at Kill Team. Uh, but in the interim, if you have ideas for future shows you'd like us to cover, lore that you'd want us to deep dive into, or drinks that you want Tom and I to imbibe to make this as uh, interesting and fun as possible, <laughs> shoot us a note. You can reach us at 40cray, 40cray at gmail.com. I check that sometimes. <laughs> With that, occasionally, occasionally, yeah, you know, so much fun. That, thanks for stopping by. Adios, Pichacho. Good fight, good night.
Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> something, something. Uh, this sounds like a bicycle built for two. All right, well that's a that's a garbage start. 